Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel, and as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life and business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. This week's Soul Spark is a really important message. It is the number one thing, the, the golden nugget that I have taken from my mentors, that best piece of advice that I've ever received. I was just asked on a podcast interview what that was. You know, what is that one thing that you've learned through your mentors that you could share with the audience? And I knew right away what to share. It is forever imprinted in my mind and spirit because it was so pivotal to the growth of who I am and my leadership. So let me tell you this story, and you have a lot of lessons and reflections that I'm sure are going to happen for you as a result if you are ready, if you are ready. So I was in this mastermind. It was very early 2020, January 2020, and we went off to a retreat to California, and there were guest speakers. In walks this woman. Head to toe, everything about her screamed, this is your person. I was enamored. Then she started to speak and present, and I was salivating over her words and the way she articulated herself. She was bold and audacious, and in a way, she activated me, but also there was this triggering because I really desired to stand in my confidence and to have that type of presence where I could declare my expertise and what I knew I could share to the world that would create impact. So from that very moment, moment, I knew she was my person. And I hired her and I was so excited to work with her and be in partnership. And so you all know her as Allison Bird, and I can't give her enough kudos and credit. She is exceptional. And she's been on the podcast and we were actually just chatting. I think it's time for her to come back again, but I just want to really give her credit where credit's due because she changed my life in the very first call. It also reminds me how imperative mentorship is. It is not up for negotiation. It is not up to whether the circumstance is the right time or the right amount of income is coming in as to whether you should or shouldn't have a mentor. I'm here to tell you and be bold in this that it will be the best investment you have ever made and the return on investment is a lifetime. Why? Because you have someone in your corner who is equally committed to your growth and expansion and will share with you your blind spots, your gaps, and 
cast a bigger vision for you than you ever thought possible. They will pour belief in you until you have that belief for yourself. So I cannot imagine my life without mentors. And if you are someone that's doing this alone or saying, I'm going to watch all the recordings before I do it again, you are missing out on the most incredible, robust, life-changing conversations with someone you feel connected to, inspired by, called into, go hire the mentor. Because this one call, the very first call I had with Allison changed my life and within five minutes. So let me tell you the story. It's my very first call with Allison. I knew she was my person. I knew she would make me uncomfortable. And that's the very reason why I hired her. And within the first five minutes of the call, I could see myself. It was like an outer body experience where I could really tell I was trying to impress her. There were words going through my mind of like, I want to be her best student and her best client. I want her to really like me. I want to really impress her with all of these things that I've done. I was trying really, really hard so hard that I was having sweaty palms and I was on the edge of my seat and I was just so unnatural. I could see that about myself, but I knew that it was nerves and I have this shy quality about myself with people that I don't know well where I can I can get a little awkward at times. But what's so beautiful about Allison is she stopped me and stopped me on my tracks within five minutes of the call and said, whoa, can I, can I pause you? And I said, yeah, of course, tell me. And I'm, I'm sitting there like the eager student, what's she going to share with me that's going to you know, grow my business or whatever it may be? And she said, why are you in a performative persona with me? Now, friends, this was like a pregnant pause, okay? Part of my world is going, oh my goodness, I feel so seen. I'm so embarrassed. I felt shame. Like, why am I doing this? This is so weird. Why are you acting so weird? So there was this, this self-talk and also the processing of performative persona. What does that mean? Oh, and, and curiosity around it. So there was this, like this conflict happening in my head all at the same time and it felt like the world stopped. And I'll tell you what took the lead was embarrassment. And I was embarrassed because I knew she was right. I could see myself doing it, but I didn't actually at that time know how to do anything any differently. I I just really wanted her to be like impressed by me. And so she said, I don't want to continue with this call because I don't want to continue with a call where you are not being all of you. I want all of you. And so there's a few things I want you to do before we book the next call. And this is really important. And when you get the results and when you do some of the learnings, I want you to report back, but I will not be holding another call with you until you do some more investigation around who you are and how you're built. So she offered different things like human design and a few other opportunities for me just to have more perspective around how I am built and just more of of my character. And so I did those things and it was incredibly uncomfortable because I remember thinking, but I, I I want this call. Like I'm here. I'm ready. I've got the kids looked after. What do you mean we're not doing the call? And then also, oh my goodness, I've got to do all these other things now. I, I just really want to work with Allison. Like there was all this stuff happening, but it was one of the greatest gifts she could have given me because I had to reflect and I had to ask myself, why was I doing that? And also what happened was this movie reel within my life of all the times, and there were a plethora of times that I had tried to impress people. And that all stems from the feeling of worthiness or unworthiness, of me feeling like just who I am, showing up authentically, showing up vulnerably, would not be impressive enough for someone. 
And I had to take that responsibility also because I teach integrity and being in a performative persona, although it wasn't like I was out of integrity. I mean, we could call it that I was because I wasn't being the truest essence of who I am. And so I have to thank Allison because it taught me a great lesson. I saw how I was showing up in my client relationships how I had put so much pressure and expectation upon myself. You know, these clients are paying me. I better really impress them. I want to make sure this is the best investment they ever make. I had so much pressure on myself that even in my client relationships, I could see how tense and intense I was being, how I wasn't really relaxed and allowing the relationship to unfold and allowing myself to just be in my expertise and to own the experience that I have and be confident in that. Instead, it was this proving, this proving, this proving that put me in a performative persona. So as I started to unravel this and see it, I had this gorgeous realization, and this is what I want to give you. I realized that a client who is in relationship with me, I don't need to impress them because I already have made the impression. Someone would not hire me if I hadn't impressed them, if I hadn't made a positive impression, if they weren't enamored with, you know, the way I showed up and the way I loved and cared and, and shared my expertise and the, the journey I had been on, they would never have paid me in the first place. So I got to start acknowledging that and acknowledging that they're here because I've already created a positive impression. I've done that. I don't need to continue impressing. Do I need to show up in leadership and do the best that I can and hold myself accountable to that? A hundred percent. But that's different than trying to impress because when you're trying to impress, there's a bit of a character that comes out, a persona, a performance. And so this really nurtured me and my leadership with my clients where I acknowledge I've already done the impressing. It also paid forward in community. I mean, the people who are hitting follow on Instagram, they're doing that because I've made a positive impression, whether it's the words that I used or something I said in my stories or the graphics, it doesn't matter what it was. There was something that impressed them and impressed them in a positive way that they hit follow and want to continue. So what do I get to do? I get to be who I am in its most natural, vulnerable, real state because ultimately to deepen any relationship that I'm in is to be all of me, to be authentic. Because we throw around the word authentic so easily these days, but most of us aren't really actually being truly authentic. We're kind of authentic. We're showing the authentic pieces when it feels comfortable, but then we're putting on these performative personas because we want to sort of you know, make people feel like we are either more than we claim to be or prove ourselves because we're feeling unworthy. Whatever it stems from, there's a reason and we've got to own that. And we also have to acknowledge the impressions we've already made. So Alison Bird, I want to thank you. Because of you, I feel like I had a permission slip to unravel myself from this needing to receive outward validation constantly, this need to prove and 
perform so that you were impressed by me and instead just let the sheer essence of who I am and the experience that I've gathered and the human being that I have been created to be as enough. And it always was enough. So I thank you so much. Friends, reflect on this. Where are you showing up in a performative persona for your community, for your relationships, for your friendships, your partnerships, in the mirror? And where can you soften and realize and acknowledge that you don't need to prove yourself or impress anybody with a persona, who you are, the essence, the seed, the raw, purest form is what's going to impress us the most. Ooh, it's a good soul spark this week. I'll leave you with it. Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co.co. Now let's go make it a great day. 